What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, this week, um, I honestly was almost going to take a bye week, meaning that I was going to uh, take this week off because there's really nothing to talk about. I do have two topics that I want to talk about today uh, that, you know, I would try to do my best to expound my thoughts on it but I think they're real simple thoughts I don't think uh, much discussion needs to be had but you never know Um, before I get into the topics two announcements one this being uh, pride month for the LGBT community so I just want to send a happy pride month to the LGBT community Um, you know a community that I've supported heavily on not just on this podcast but prior to me vocalizing my support to to them on this podcast just in general uh so shout out to y'all have a happy pride month every month should be pride month for the LGBT community and for black folks of course uh but uh You know, and for everybody out there who isn't out here doing some fuck shit, you know, take pride in yourself every month, every single day. Um, But shout out to them. Uh, Happy Pride Month once again. The second announcement, I want to basically do an update on Steve, uh, what I said about the whole Steve Harvey firing situation last week in last week's episode. That was the last segment of last week's episode. If you didn't hear it. I mean, it's still up as usual, so, or usual, wow, that's how I say it, <laughs> but, um, you go there, you pause this, go there, check that out, timestamps always in the description box below of every episode, so, you'll be able to find the time where that segment started, and have at it, appreciate it if you do, anyways, if you already did listen to what I said, and you remember what I said, I talked about how I didn't feel bad for Steve Harvey, for all these firings and I mentioned three possible things that could uh, be the reason why he is losing all of these jobs or these gigs that he's had that he no longer has these gigs I talked about either the contracts were expired and because of expired contracts with these gigs uh the uh the 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 entities he was working for did not want to resign him, so they said nah, uh, so they can find someone cheaper. Uh, it was either a, either a scandal as well. I mentioned uh, maybe there's a scandal that's happening, um, and they they want to disassociate themselves with Steve Harvey, so they let him go. Um, I just found out right after I was doing that recording of course because the news of all these situations always happen after I do these recordings so well more information since that tends to always come out after I do these recordings of the episode so I gotta come back in the following episode to say I still don't feel bad for Steve Harvey (laughs) I don't um what the update is um he's trying to do his own thing now i talked about how why i my lack of sympathy uh, sympathy for steve harvey was because i didn't like how he moved i didn't like how he yes i think he's a good businessman uh but i didn't like a lot of the messages that he was putting out there i didn't like how he was telling Monique to play the game I didn't like how he was basically he he has told black men that in order to be successful you have to have a bald head or you have to have you have to uh placate to these uh European styles uh these these uh state European standards of beauty uh and you have to make yourself look like a white man so uh white men typically I guess in business have bald heads or a short haircut and stuff like that. He was basically saying, basically telling black folks, we have to make ourselves as white as possible. Um, in order for us to, uh, succeed, right. 
I didn't like that. And a bunch of other shit that I named that I didn't like for him to say. I'm not going to repeat everything I said in last segment or in previous episodes. You can go back and listen to that. But um, it seems here Steve is trying to start his own thing. It seems as though he's not trying to play into Massa. He's trying to be Massa himself. Okay? Massa. Not NASA. Massa. Massa music. Okay? That he's trying to be Massa. Alright? His own master. Now, there is no shame in that. There is there there is no uh there, there's no way I can be against that. But I still would have wanted Steve to do that after his whole uh I'm not after his king of comedy run, after his his I'm not fucking with black audiences run, right? He basically went from black audiences to white audiences to now he wants to do his own thing and where I'm pretty sure he's still going to stick to the white audiences. But instead of having a boss or bosses, he wants to be his own boss, right? Again, nothing wrong with that. Um, But it's not as if Steve couldn't have done that without kissing ass to the white man or shoe shining and boot licking and 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 all that other bullshit he could have done that i think steve harvey is a smart enough businessman that he could have done all of that without having to play the game as he as he stated uh for monique and other black folks to do right he could have done all that so that's the whole big update i'm not going to spend a whole fucking 10 minutes talking about it Let's get into the first topic. Well, let me take a sip of this smoothie I made. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Now, let me get into what I will discuss in this episode. So, the Unpatriotic Podcast. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... I only have two topics to talk about, minus that short little addition, uh, uh, I guess. Uh, but two topics to talk about, and they both deal with, I guess, how do I put this? American service or service in America or whatever. Um, that's the best way I'm going to put it. If there's a better word for it, you tell me. But... I'm basically going to detail why I would never be a police officer and why I would never join the army, army, navy, uh, whatever the case may be. Uh, yeah, I, 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 why I won't do both of those occupations. Um, why this come to mind? Well, last month, two army they're not recruiters. I one I believe is a recruiter. The other one is just you know a regular soldier. Either or, they're both soldiers and shit. But two of them approached me uh, last month, not at the same time, but different um, uh, di- different days within uh, the last month. The last month being uh, March. Okay, where I'm I'm recording this right now. You're listening to this June. Um, on Monday, so, uh, that's June, that is June 4th, right? <laughs> nah, the 3rd, so, June 3rd, that's when you're listening to this, but I'm, I'm recording this episode on June 1st, alright? So, anyways, um, uh, one, one, one hit me up, well, they didn't hit me up, but one approached me while I was working, and I guess he saw that he just saw this black dude working this retail job. Oh, he 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 probably hates this job. Oh, he needs something better. He probably assumed, uh, you know, he works. He he he's from the ghetto. He 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 he's you know all that other shit where the army will will give you these fake promises or these these real big big grand 
Hey, we, we'll do this for you. We'll do that for you. We'll buy you this. We'll buy you that. We'll pay for this. We'll pay for that. And all this other shit. All you have to do is sign your blood on the line. Right? Uh, that's with the army. Another one, when I told her... Because uh, I actually have class with this woman. Right? Real sweet woman is real, real cool. But when I told her I was interested in writing, she talked about how there's writing in the army where she said... Well, oh, some field or whatever. I don't know. I don't, I forget because I really wasn't listening because when people try to recruit me to the shit, I tune out. Not completely tune out, but I already made my mind up that I'm not joining this fucking shit. That's just how it is. Uh, That's that. Um, no police officers came up to me and was like, hey, you should be a police officer. Um, but that just came to mind because a lot of the fuck shit I see on a daily, uh, it seems like on a weekly basis that the police are doing. Um, and it, it, it's just, I've, I've been had enough. I've already had enough of, of the police fuckery. But it's to the point where it's like, I can't imagine myself being, working alongside with individuals like them, is what I'm saying, right? So, before I get into the first, because I want to talk about why I will not be a police officer first, right? Get that out the way. I want to make a big disclaimer that... I in no mean, this is not me trying to disrespect officers or anybody in the army, especially those in the army. That's the more honorable occupation than a police officer anyway, but I digress. I do not want to disrespect anybody, but I have to say how I feel. You can feel however you want to feel. As with every single episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. But. If you're going to come at me with. You know, uh, 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 from a standpoint of you feeling disrespected. That is not my point. And I don't know what else. I, I, I don't know how else I can make it clear that it's not my point. Uh. You know, I I can only, I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name situations. Well, I am going to name situations that, that, that turn me away from, uh, the police and the army, the police force and the armed forces, but I'm not going to try to shame anybody who decides they want to be a police officer or decides they want to join the army. I do not know people's circumstances. I don't know why people do why they what they do. Uh, you know, people do what they do for reasons, right? Uh, but with that being said, as much as I'm going to respect anybody's decision to join the, the army or join a police force, I'm going to need y'all to, you know, have that same energy for me and respect me or other individuals who decide... Nah, this is not an occupation that I can see myself going into. No matter how much you, yourself, you, 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 before you as a cop, you, quote, hated cops. Before you joined the army, you hated wars. You hated this, that, and the third. But then as soon as you joined, you, 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 uh, you had to change your heart. That's, that's great. Me, on another hand, I don't think I can ever have a change of heart. Or I don't feel good simply having a change of heart about that. Now, I know that sounds weird. Someone not feeling good about having a change of heart about something. Um, but yeah, that's that's how it is. So, 
me stop drinking this smoothie. It's so damn good. Um, police officers. I why why I would never be a police officer. Okay. Um, number one, the blue wall of silence. The blue wall of silence is screams corruption, and all this shit just just under the corruption umbrella. I can't I can't do that. I also won't be the black police officer that they used in press conferences when they shoot down an unarmed black man or they kill a a black woman and claim it was suicide um, that she she killed herself in the in the holding cell that they put her in. Um, I won't be the black face they put on the TV to to say things was handled greatly and under control and blase fucking blah I won't do that I look at the black faces they they do that and I look at them in disgust I do not want anybody looking at me that way as a police officer now I know people probably listen to this podcast weirdos listen to this podcast from time to time or every week and they still listen in disgust why the fuck you still listening anyways you fucking weirdo but i appreciate the listen um but i'm i'm not talking about that those people i'm talking about if i was a police officer and once again another unarmed black man was gunned down another black woman was before she even got was put in a holding cell was dropped on her fucking head kneed on her fucking back beat and shit manhandled as if she was a man and then put in a holding cell and then uh uh she was killed rest in peace Sandra Bland rest in peace all the black men who were gunned down by police officers unarmed and those who had a license to carry and let it be known they had a license to carry like Philando Castillo I know people bring up all the time race is a distraction this that and the third and I understand that I made that clear uh, uh, a while ago that I understand that racism is used as a distraction but guess what that doesn't mean we should ignore it. That does not mean because <laughs> you're aware that racism is a distraction. That when you see racist shit happen, you should say, well, that's just a distraction. I'm going to ignore it and I'm going to focus at the real problem at hand. Because, yes, it is used as a distraction. But guess what? It is still a real problem. And in order to move on to another issue, you have to deal with the issues right in front of your face. And the issue is the police force of America has a real issue with the African-American community. Again, I don't mean any disrespect to anybody, black or non-black, of the police force. But I, as a black man, cannot join forces... With a group that is historically and has been historically violent, hateful toward my community, my people. Again, as I stated before, whatever you decide to do with your life. You have your choices. I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to disagree with it. I don't even have to know. I don't even have to care. But I just want that same energy be 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 uh, looked at. I want that same type of of viewing from you about me and others. I'm just speaking my shit. You know, this is the unpatriotic podcast, but I'm practicing my First Amendment right. I know a bunch of people going to say, well, you wouldn't join the army, but if it wasn't for the United States of America, you would be able to talk shit on your podcast. I'm grateful for 
the soldiers and the risk that they take when they uh, become soldiers. I'm even grateful for the cops who are out here actually protecting and serving. I'm grateful for this smoothie I'm sipping on. I'm grateful for the wonderful folks over at Anchor who allow me to not only create this podcast, but to distribute this podcast to all the other platforms this podcast is on. I'm grateful for those other platforms, wherever you're listening to this podcast. I'm grateful for you for listening to this podcast. Case in point, people, I'm grateful for a lot of shit. That doesn't mean because I'm grateful of a lot of shit. (laughs) Doesn't mean that I cannot have a negative thought about a lot of shit or I can't critique that shit. That I should just shut my mouth. And if wrong, any wrongdoings by anything that I just mentioned, anyone or anything that I just mentioned, If there's any wrongdoing, then I should shut my mouth simply because I am grateful for those people, those things. No. I'm not going to shut my mouth because I'm grateful for the army and the good police men and women out there. If I see wrongdoings, if I hear wrongdoings... I'm going to speak my mind about it. Whether it be fucking uh, a freedom or not. Alright, let me put this glass down real quick. So. The blue wall of silence. That's another one. That's one. And that falls into the whole corruption aspect. I'm not going to be a blackface to... Uh, for the police force. That's that. That's another one as well. And as I stated, I cannot join a force, a, a force that has been historically fucked up toward my people. That has historically and still till this fucking day, systematically. been planning to stop the advancement advancement of black and brown folks since 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 its uh, genesis right since the beginning of police departments once again, I cannot say this, and I'm probably going to stop saying this at, at this point, because I ain't got to repeat myself to none of y'all niggas. When I do repeat myself, it's because I'm choosing to repeat myself. But let it be clear, if you ain't, hear, if you ain't heard me or understood me the first, second, third, fifth, tenth, one hundredth time, you got to either clean your fucking ears, get in here and aid or if, I don't know you know do some research on your own so you can better understand where my points are coming from but once again I mean no disrespect to police forces the army I don't mean no disrespect to if anybody is a police officer or in the navy or in the army in any of the forces and you're listening to this as I, as I stated, I'm grateful for y'all, listeners. As I take another sip of this smoothie I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for y'all, once again. But I'm not going to protect everybody else's feelings and ignore my feelings. If this is how I truly feel. 
Now, I've got on this podcast as well before I switch on to the next uh, discussion. Because uh, I'm pretty much done with why I won't be a police officer. I just won't do it. I'm not risking my life for, or, or uh, pretty much I'm not risking my life for an organization that don't give a fuck about black lives. Simple as that. You feel however you want to feel about it, that's how I'm rocking. But anyways, um, I've, I've praised police on this, on this podcast for doing the right thing. Case in point, the Jesse Smollett situation. And if you're wondering how come I'm not talking about the Jesse Smollett updates, I made it clear the last time I talked about Jesse. I ain't talking about Jesse no more. All the findings, I told y'all that nigga was lying. It's now it's proven that this nigga lying once again. I'm not going back and forth on whether he lied or not. It, it's it's true. But I told y'all the police in that situation handled it well. In fact, they handled it a little too well. Now, is that possible? How is that handling something too well possible? They knew he was lying before before we knew he was lying. They were still nice enough to try to give him the benefit of the doubt, Not number one. Number two, they were still nice enough to say, let's try to uh, find something on these brothers. But because they they wanted to take the brothers out the Nigerian brothers they was going to now granted Jesse didn't really serve time and shit but they wanted to take the brothers out they was willing to let Jesse go off with a warning but then he continued to lie and then he continued to piss them off all Jesse had to do was stop lying and 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 they would have worked with Jesse but he couldn't stop lying. But the police in that situation handled it well. So I give credit where credit is due. It's not like I bash the police all the fucking time. But when I see them do some fuck shit, I call them out for it. When I see them do some praiseworthy shit, I praise them for it. Like that police officer who uh, goes into the, he, he's this viral police officer, white cop. He has a, you know, a good rapport with members of this one black community. Uh, don't know where it is, but he has a good rapport with them. He knows the people and he's made it clear himself that he believes all police officers need to do this if you have a good rapport with the people within the community, um, you don't see them as threats. That's number one. Number two, you don't, you think before you even pull that trigger and look at them as just some, some animal, right? You know who they are. You know their family. You know their upbringings you know their loved ones so you're not going to be trigger happy and kill them because you know you're taking away this black man from his kids his 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 mom his dad his siblings you're not gonna brutalize this black woman because You're hurting somebody's mother. You're hurting somebody's sister, daughter, cousin. Somebody's best friend. So, I give credit to cops like that. My issue with good cops, though, and again, it has a lot to do with how fucked up the police, uh, this blue wall is, right? But I feel as though not a, not enough of them speak out. But I could be wrong. A bunch of them could speak out, but they're getting silenced. I would just like to see more cops speak out. Good cops speak out against this bullshit. Because the ones who are always trying to put on this, I'm 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 the good cop, or we're we're not the bad ones. They're silent 
with the bad ones or they throw out stats like hey you know it's you know these numbers show that police brutality's gone down all you're doing is trying to rectify the bullshit that's not good cop behavior that be like me as a man knowing that men are the ones the main perps of rape as the stats show right uh saying well you know the numbers of rape they went down though like you can't say it though man be you can't hate us all you can't be fearful of all because this the numbers of rape have gone down drastically that's fucking great what am i as a man going to do what am i going to do to make sure that these women and other rape victims are safe Simply just bringing up stats of numbers decreasing, of said crime decreasing over the past few years, the past decade. It's not doing shit. Sitting on your ass and Googling shit isn't doing shit. You have to be active in the uh, prevention of said crime. So good cops, you have to be active in not making sure that these fucked up police officers are not going to continue doing what the the, the, the hell they do. Because simply just throwing out stats and numbers, that could be obviously uh, 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 tainted by your varied police departments or police departments in general. Simply throwing out stats saying, well, the numbers of police brutality have gone down because of these damn cameras. Cops aren't beating up on black people no more because these body cameras. What? Nah. Nah. Anyway, that's why I won't become a cop. Um, I'm going to hit y'all with an ad. And then we're going to get into why I would never join the army. This has been your host, Ernest, of the Unpatriotic Podcast. I will be back. All right, so we're back. Back with the Unprofessional Podcast and the Unpatriotic Podcast. But most of all, the most underrated podcast of all time. I dare you to find another podcast that is more underrated than this one. The only other podcast you're going to find that's more underrated than this one is my other podcast, the My Two Cents podcast. So we back with the same host, Ernest. You love Ernest, same guy, different name. Done with my smoothie drink. Um, So let me just wrap up this episode and get into the last segment. Why would not join the army? I was going to start off with a disclaimer, but my disclaimer of no disrespect was the last segment. So if you didn't hear that because you skipped that segment and just listened to this segment, uh, go back. I suggest that you go back to that last segment and then listen until you hear the disclaimer part. Okay, because I'm not going to continue to repeat myself as I stated in the last segment. So on to this one. Um... I don't know this to be a fact, but I do have a griping feeling that the army right now, the United States Army right now, is in dire need. They're desperate to sign up some folks. Now, like, the reason why I say this is because, again, there was two people who tried to recruit me into doing so. And then I see online that Twitter, I was on Twitter one day and the official page of the United States Army uh, or whatever tweeted out how it has serving they, they what they wanted <laughs> was what they was hoping for was for soldiers to 
give them, uh, like, you know, uh, uh, share some wonderful stories about how has serving in the Navy and in the army, uh, benefited them. And it was supposed to inspire people who aren't serving to apply and serve so they could have just as wonderful, beautiful experiences as what the, uh, Navy, whoever tweeted that, who works for the Navy, obviously, uh, was hoping that folks would do. That shit backfired. All I saw was a bunch of people who served and talked about how fucked up their life (laughs) became after serving. How fucked up their life is because of serving. How they thought their life was so fucked up before they joined the army. But then once they joined the army and got out, shit got worse. To the point where they're like, man, I could have, yeah, my life was fucked up. I wasn't the most, I wasn't financially well off before I joined the army. And then I joined thinking that would help out situations. It actually made shit worse. Or I wasn't doing so well in life in general before joining the army. And then I joined thinking, hoping that that shit was going to change shit. And it made shit worse. A bunch of stories. Now again, this is online. People are going to say, how do you know for a fact they served? Y'all don't question these service folks out here who get on Twitter and they want to talk about how it's disrespectful for people to kneel when that whole kneeling situation with the NFL was going on. There was a bunch of people claiming to have been uh, service members or currently serve talking about how uh, they find it disrespectful, right? Nobody questioned them on that. But now you dare question those people who basically was just answering the question and was being honest about their service. I mean, uh, being honest about, yeah, their service. Because some people shared stories, which I won't share. Even though they shared it on a public forum, such as uh, Twitter, via public tweets. I won't share some of the stories they shared that they, they, they thought were horrible. They felt were horrible situations that happened to them. And, and, uh, just situations, horrible things that they did, that they saw. I won't share that because they're not my stories to share. But they're out there. But it wasn't even just those situations. It wasn't even just the people saying, hey, I got back from the war and before, I, well, I got back from the army, the war, whatever they did. And before, yeah, I was broke as fuck. But guess what? I'm even more broke now because I developed a fucking drug habit. I'm an alcoholic now. I'm fucked up mentally. I have one arm now. Before joining the army, I had two. <clears throat> now I have one. And y'all motherfuckers not doing anything to help me, to help make my life easier. I gave my body for this fucking organization. And all I get is a tweet from somebody thanking me for my service. I now developed an alcohol issue, a drug issue, because I'm trying to cope with some of the shit that I dealt with that I saw. While in during the service. And all I got was a thank you letter. In the mail. Oh yeah. I can't read that thank you metal. Why? Thank you letter. Why? Because I got fucking blinded. While during service. Someone had to read it for me. I wasn't blind before I joined the army. I wasn't fucked up psychologically before I joined the army. I didn't have a drug or alcohol problem before joining the army. Now, I know people are going to say that's unfair of me to take these people's situations and base it on the army. Because I know a bunch of people who actually served and... They seem to be doing well. 
I'm going to put it that way. I won't say they are doing well. They seem to be doing well. Like I said, the lovely lady that I have class with, it seems as though they take care of her and her family really well. You know? She's told me stories about how she's traveled to these other countries and shit like that. She talks about how she she tried to convince me to join because, you know, I'm a single, black, handsome man. And she talks about how women in other countries really like <laughs> black men. And she has a bunch of black friends who are men uh, that got a lot of pussy in these countries because... Other nations lust over black men like crazy. I knew that before this lady, uh, uh, um, you know, confirmed that for me, I guess. I knew that. But so, but I'm not going to travel other countries. Oh, I'm not going to join the army because look at all the pussy you're going to get traveling to Beijing. <laughs> look at all the pussy you're going to get traveling to Honduras. Look at all the pussy you're going to get like that. Nah, like getting a bunch of ex- exotic pussy, as I'm going to put it, as these weirdos put it. That's not going to convince me to join the fucking army. I know she was just being trying to be, I guess, relatable or she was, you know, making small talk or whatever. We was, you know, again, she's cool people. So I guess she was she 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 understood, I guess. Or in her mind, it's how can I convince this man to join the army? Well, maybe if I get <laughs> tell him that he's going to get a wild pussy from all these other countries because women in these countries just love seeing black men. They're so tired of seeing their men that once they see a black man, it's like, oh my God, I have to give it up to him because I don't know if I'm ever going to see someone as beautiful as this black man ever again. Right? As flattering as that is, and that's very flattering to know. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Damn. I ain't gonna cut that out. You you already know what it is. Um, the unedited, unprofessional, unpatriotic, underrated podcast. Me. So, <coughs> anyways, um, as beautiful and as flattering as that is to know, that if my black ass were to go to these other countries, the women would just grovel over this dick. That's flattering as fuck. That's still not enough for me <laughs> to 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 say, well, say to my dad, my brothers, everybody, yo, peace. I'm joining the army. I'm going to Beijing to get my, my cock sucked on. Alright? I'm going to Bangkok to get my cock sucked on. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to this country so I can have sex with these women. I'm going to that because it ain't even just all that. <clears throat> it ain't just all that. Those are the down times, sure, but you got to do a lot of other, you got to put in the work. And hopefully I'm not convincing any dude out there, some weirdo listening to this saying, man, maybe I should join the army. Hopefully I can get, you know, all this pussy. Because, number one, you, you're not as good as looking as me. So they might just pass on you that's number one number two that's a terrible reason to join the fucking army is so you can travel other countries and get pussy in those other countries you want to know why you can already travel to these other countries and have sex with whomever you want to in these other countries without having your arm blown off without having your vision impaired without developing a drug problem to painkillers without developing an alcohol uh, you know abuse right without developing any serious issue to your mental state your emotional state or your physical state you can travel to these countries not for free but you can still travel to these countries And get all the tail you want. Get all the pussy, dick, whatever your preference is. However you get down, get down. However you get down. You can travel to these countries. At a cost. Monetary cost, but not on a mental cost or physical cost to your well-being. But a monetary cost 
and get down, get down with the folks, the beautiful folks of that nation. So if that's your motivation to travel because of the sex you can have with the people of that nation, by all means, go do so. But do not join the army because it's you could travel to these countries for free and you can have sex for 30 minutes before you got to get back to your platoon and shit. Or you're going to be there for three weeks before you get back to your platoon and shit. But in all seriousness, I do think they're desperate for recruiting. And I think they're also just paying their members <clears throat> for recruiting. Like I said, this the, the, the dude, the gentleman who approached me at my job. He was doing some shopping. He approached me at my job and... Gave me his card, his info. I threw it away. But, you know, he gave me his info. Talking about, hey, give me a call. Blah, say, blah. I'll let you know. This, that, the third. He was telling me all this shit about how they pay for X, Y, and Z. How even if you you don't have a, a car, you get free rides anywhere. Like, all this wonderful shit they offer. How the benefits are just absolutely great. Way better than the benefits at my job thing is i don't plan on being at my job for the longest of time for me to be able to reap the benefits of the supposed benefits that i have i don't even know the benefits that i have to keep it a buck with y'all i'm there to collect a paycheck and do my job do the job that i signed up for collect a paycheck and bounce i don't give a fuck about none of that other bullshit as long as you pay me what you rightfully owe me you won't hear anything about me wanting to speak to HR about benefits or speak to whoever about benefits. I don't give a fuck. It's not the job that I have. At least one of them is not the career goal that I have for myself. It's literally just a job. So because doing this, this podcast, it doesn't make me enough money for me to have a livable wage. Yet, at least. You know, that's why it's the most underrated podcast. But anyways, it's just the the idea of false hope. Now, granted, like I said, there are people who are doing right because of the army and their life was switched, uh, had took a, a, a good turn. Maybe they weren't better off. Maybe they did become better off financially because of their service. I don't think that should be pushed on everybody, though. I don't. I don't think that they should just go around in people's jobs and stereotype folks and say, "Well," especially look for black and brown faces as well, and try to recruit us into joining because. Oh, you, you you rather struggle living the ghetto life than be a part of something and have this hope of changing your life for the better? I don't know. Like, and I mean, I don't know as in I don't know why. Why they think it's an effective idea. I know they see skin color and they say, uh, you know, they'll tell you it's a brotherhood, it's a sisterhood, it's a camaraderie. So there's none of that racist shit that goes down. Yes, there is. That's number one. Um, Like I said, I have stories, my niggas. I have stories. And a lot of the stories I want to detail were detailed to me, but I'm and I still do not want to detail these stories because they're not my stories to tell. But I have stories about some racist shit, crazy shit going down in the army. The biggest, the biggest misconception people have about the army and Navy is that it turns people into like these upstanding citizens and these upstanding people. A lot of people's 
how could I put this? I, I wanted to say a lot of people's sins, but a lot of the evil within people, not everybody, but certain people get exposed while they're doing their service. It gets covered up. It gets all that other shit, of course, but it gets exposed while servicing in the Navy, in the Army. So I'm not about this whole idea of it's going to switch you from being the poorest nigga in your block to a financially well-off person. To being this, quote, ghetto person to being this upstanding citizen. Nah. It's all numbers to them. We're all just numbers to them. The more people you have signing up, and if I was to get recruited by the lady or the man, that's obviously more money they're putting on that person. That's number one. Because I feel like these people are actually really getting paid to recruit folks. Because I'm going to be real with you. Only time when I was... when The only time I try to, I guess, recruit people into do, <laughs> joining something is if I'm getting paid to do something. I'm giving it a buck with y'all. I'm not going to... Like, if there's a, ever been a service I shared online, and it would, that service was to get people to sign up for something, that's because with each person that signs up for it, through my link, I was getting paid to do so. X amount of dollars for each individual who signs up. I feel like that's what's going on with the army situation. If I was a part of this army, right? And uh, I I was home right now and I wasn't in like active duty. And they're like, hey, get get some of your people, get people to recruit. We'll we'll give you more money. Bet, word, I asked for $5,000, cool. For each head that signs up, I'm going to everybody. I'm going to all you listeners, sorry. But fortunately for you, fortunately for me, that's not the situation here. I will say once again, I said I wasn't going to repeat myself, but only by choice. And I'm choosing to repeat myself right now. I do respect the hell out of those who went, who, who served. I really do. As I stated in the first segment, I have a lot more respect and love for those who've served, no matter their branch. I have a lot more respect and love for those who serve than I do police officers. Because I know police officers who only join the police force in order to fuck with black folks. In order to fuck with people, period. Because of this false sense of power that they have when they have a gun when they have that badge on and that uniform on when they're with two, three, four, five, six other individuals with guns and badges and uniforms I cannot respect anybody who does some punk bitch shit like that who will fuck with somebody And say, what you going to do about it? I have a gun. What you going to do about it? I have a badge. If you do something about it, it's against the law for you to do something about it. So I can fuck with you. And yes, it's technically against the law for me to fuck with you. But I have this blue wall behind me. I have all these other police officers with a badge and guns behind me. They'll back me up. This blue wall will back me up. I can't respect nobody who does that bullshit. I can't respect an individual who joins the army and the police force for saying, I want to make this country safer. I can't respect somebody who joins the army and the police force. Who says 
my life right now isn't the best. And this is an option that I feel as though is going to better my life. Now, whether they experience either forces or both forces and find out that it did, it didn't benefit their life or there was no change made at all. I'm not going to laugh in that individual's face and say, ha ha. I'm not. As I also stated at the beginning of this episode, we all make choices. We all have reasons for the choices we make. Even if I don't agree with said choices, I'm not going to disrespect you for making said choice. Because if the shoe was on the other foot, I wouldn't have wanted you to disrespect me for making the choice that I felt was um, a choice I had to make. So anybody who is who who feels desperate or feels as if though they have to join the army because that's what a part of the a big part of the recruitment is is we'll make you not poor. They don't say we'll make you rich, but we'll make you not poor anymore. So anybody, I'm just saying if you think that whatever your economic situation is right now, if you honestly feel that joining the army is going to fix that or change that, I should say. Change or fix that. I'm going to say both. I highly, 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 highly suggest that you talk to actual people who serve both in person and online. And then you ultimately make the decision that you feel is best for your life. At the end of the day, no matter how I personally feel about the police departments, the police force, or the armed forces, these are decisions that I've made. I understand other people have decisions that they make. And no matter what I've said throughout this entire episode, I just want y'all to understand that my decisions, my opinions, my thoughts, feelings are in no way, shape or form meant to try to convince any of y'all listening to feel the way that I feel. In fact, I'm going to make that clear why I already do make it clear. But I'm just going to say it again. I'm going to make it clear for everything that I say during the Let's Talk About It podcast. Everything that I feel, think, whatever. is not me trying to convince y'all to feel the same way I do. Think the same way I do. It's great if you do. But it's also great if you don't. I'm just sharing my thoughts as usual. And uh, I appreciate those who actually take the time out and listen to it. With all that being said, that's going to be the end of this episode. So it's been another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Timestamp to the description box below. Only two topics. So have your fun. Pick your poison. Pick your choosing. Uh, maybe next week I'll be back with, you know, some more topics. Once again, as always, if you want me to talk about something and I did not cover said something, let me know. I'm not a mind reader. So, but I am the host of the most underrated podcast in the universe. So that's that. Until next time. Until next episode. Stay black if you're black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter, LGBT lives matter, trans lives matter, black women matter, 
good cops matter. Soldiers, good soldiers matter. And I'm out. Peace.